Thanks for listening to the Pop Culture Cosmos and the PCC Multiverse. Check out more great podcasts today on one of these awesome affiliate networks. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. You're listening to the ESO Network, your station for all things geek. The Tangibound Network. Check it out. Tangiboundnetwork.com. Listen to this show, the latest episode, every time. A proud member of the Good and Geek Network. The opinions expressed are those of each individual. Check out all the other geeky podcasts over at gunnageeknetwork.com and get ready because geekiness begins in 3, 2, 1. On this week's episode, we share our Marvel memories because the week of Avengers Endgame is finally here. All this and more as we once again delve into the Pop Culture Cosmos. Welcome to the Pop Culture Cosmos. And we're back with another episode of the Pop Culture Cosmos. My name is Gerald Glassford from Pop Culture Cosmos and Game Source. We truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our great programs. And hopefully everyone had a safe and happy Easter as well. But it wouldn't be a pop culture cosmos without my good friend. He is our Easter bunny of Humanica Media. You got to check out everything that's going on today at HumanicaMedia.com, Humanica Media on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and so much more. It is my good friend. It is Josh Peterson. It's going to be a busy week for us, my friend, but also hopefully a good one as well. Yeah, man, it's going to be fun. Got a lot of good stuff going on. Busy for us and follow our journeys on social media. Absolutely. Or you can be a part of the action because on Thursday night at Retro City Games in Henderson, Nevada, we're doing a spring charity game night, including four great tournaments, Apex Legends, Fortnite, Call of Duty Black Ops 4, and Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Be a part of the fun at Retro City Games on Friday you can actually join us as we watch Avengers Endgame. We will be at Samstown Hotel and Casino at 10 a.m., although hopefully you'll get your tickets beforehand because I'm sure they'll sell out. But yes, we are going to the Friday 10 o'clock showing at Samstown Hotel and Casino. They've got a nice theater there, and we're going to go ahead and check out Avengers Endgame. You want to go ahead and say hi. You want to meet us in person. We'll be there. Plus, we'll also be this weekend at the Level Up Expo. We're going to have our awesome first panel there, Pop Culture Cosmos Live at the Level Up Expo. We're going to be there Saturday, 3 p.m. to 4.30 p.m. at the Level Up Expo. It's going to be a great time all weekend long there. For ticket information, lvlupexpo.com. That's levelupexpo.com. There's a whole bunch of pop culture stuff there going on. Check out the site. Check out all the guests are going to be there. And of course, Pop Culture Cosmos is going to be there as well. Well, it is going to be an awesome show we've got for you today. A lot of talking our guests are going to be doing in regards to their Marvel memories and how it leads into Avengers Endgame. We look at the lineup we've got on today's show for you. First off, we've got Haas from The Voice from the Underground, Salvador Villa from Mario Party Wars, Ben Arnaud from the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast, and Jamie and Tony Monroy. Stereo Monroy from Game Source as well. Before we get into all those discussions with all those great guests, first off, my friend, I got to ask you, 
your thoughts into this big week that's Avengers Endgame. The hype train is at an all-time high. Are you as excited as I am? And do you think that everybody out there in pop culture land is going to be very excited as well? I am stoked, but I'm I'm kind of like calmly stoked, if that makes sense. Like I haven't been creating the buzz in my head about this movie because, you know, I know I'm probably going to go into it and like it, but I don't want to create unrealistic expectations. So I'm just letting the movie be what it is until we go see it. And then I will say whether or not it's what I wanted it to be, if that makes sense. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. I just think it's going to be an awesome week as well. We're going to hopefully get a lot of stuff going on in regards to Avengers Endgame because it is happening this weekend. Just to give you a heads up, the non-spoiler reviews are going to go ahead and start to come up, I think, on Tuesday. I think the embargo lifts. So you will actually see as a movie how well it's structured. And then, of course, the spoilers are going to be heading out and about come this weekend. So if you see it, if you want to see it, if you're truly excited for it, try to see it early so you can share your thoughts with all of us here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. I know it's going to be hard to get a ticket this late in the end game, pardon the pun, but it is something that if you really, really want to be a part of this truly fantastic event, I know you'll be able to go ahead and and hopefully get a ticket and be able to enjoy it this weekend or whenever you can because Avengers Endgame is going to hit on all the high notes as far as this culmination of 22 movies and 10 great plus years in this Marvel Cinematic Universe encompassing everything that's gone on and seeing what's ahead in the future for the MCU. So like I said earlier, we've got a lot of great guests, so let's bring them on, starting with Haas from The Voice from the Underground. Then we're going to go with Salvador Villa from Mario Party Wars, Ben Arno from the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast, Jamie and Tony Monroy from Game Source. We're going to have a great time talking to all these great guests. And then on the back end, Josh and I will have some great thoughts as well for you right here at the Pop Culture Cosmos. Looking for an edge the next time you take on your favorite video game? Then check out Vitabrace High Performance Gamer Wristbands. Packed with the power of fruit seed oil, Vitabrace is clinically proven to help improve performance, giving you a better gaming experience. Head to MiracleFruitOil.com and use the promo code MEDIA10 to get $10 off your Vitabrace purchase. Whether you're looking to beat the time on your latest speedrun or are fighting your way to the top on your favorite multiplayer or battle royale, Vitabrace can help you reach your gaming goals. Buy Vitabrace today at MiracleFruitOil.com. That's MiracleFruitOil.com. Vitabrace. Win with it. I was like three, two. Well, hold, me, on. well hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Let me, let me give you that wonderful intro because I'm going to tell okay. you right now, we already spoke to Dutch. Yeah. We already spoke to the enigmatic, charismatic TJ. Yeah. Now, as I said on the radio before on our last episode, we're now going to speak to the dignified and classy part of the triple threat of the voice <laughs> from the underground because he's always got those awesome cigars just from yes. all over. He is the man indeed from The Voice from the Underground. You got to check out their podcast today. That's going to be available on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, and so many other different outlets. It is one of my good friends. I'll tell you what, it is just so great to have him here. To complete the trifecta, it is Haas from Voice from the Underground. Always great to have you on the show, my friend. Hey, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. How you doing? 
I'm doing well, doing well. Good, Another good, good. Late day here in Las Vegas. It's getting hotter and hotter. My goodness, the afternoon. I love her. Oh, I'll tell you what, it's uh, Vegas is getting hot and heavy. NBA playoffs are going strong. A lot of action right. going there. A lot of money they lost from Tiger Woods. Oh, well, too bad. So sorry. Right. But you know what? Hey, it's all good here in Vegas. But there's a huge thing coming up. And in fact, there's a lot of people taking bets on it. And that is who will live and who will die in Avengers Endgame coming up this week. And I know you have some great Marvel memories to touch upon when it comes to everything that's going on out there with the past 10 years, the 22 right. different movies. What are your thoughts as far as some favorite Marvel memories and how it leads into Avengers Endgame? Well, you, I mean, for me, it all starts with Iron Man. That movie kind of, the, like the first one when it came out, I was just like, wow, this is really good. And had a lot of, you know, anticipation just for the next Iron Man movie. And then when you started seeing how they interlaced the movies and started introducing new characters, it was just something really good to see. And I think my favorites, you know, initially were Iron Man, when they introduced the Hulk, Mark Ruffalo, correct? That's yes, correct. Yes. That's his name. I, I, I Sometimes I blank on his name. I really liked him. I liked the Hulk character. And it's interesting to me how he kind of mellowed and even got a little insecure as the movies went along. You know what I mean? Well, he and, seemed a little bit more fallible than the other two actors, yes. Eric Bana and Edward Norton, who played it before him. Yes, yes. So I can't remember if he got disintegrated in the snap or not. No, no. He's uh, very much alive. That's what he's I thought. The, he's all over the trailers. He's the yeah. one that in his meek I don't want to say I don't want to say meek, but in I guess going back to fallible, he's yeah. the one that's telling the Avengers we're going to go right. into this shorthanded. We're not we're not right. sure we're going to pull this out. I don't know if right. I can get Hulk back. So and and you know something with that, that's that's what I'm really I'm looking to see him get that dog back in him. So that's I mean, and I, I don't think a lot of people I, I think a lot of people are looking. Oh, how's Captain Marvel going to play into this? How's Thor going to play into this? Da 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 da. I, on the other hand, well, okay, honest confession here, Hulk is my favorite superhero of all time. I think okay. you were leaning towards it. Yeah, yeah. And to solidify, and I have a Hulk magnet on my refrigerator that I've had since I was six years old. It was in my grandmother's house in Chicago on Parnell. I used to go visit my grandmother every weekend in my room. One of the door frames was metal, had a Hulk magnet on the door frame. When she sold the house seven years ago, I said, you better get me my Hulk magnet before you move this. You know, don't throw that away. I want it. And it is now on the refrigerator at my new house that I just moved into a couple weeks ago. And I'm, I'm going to be 47 in July. So I've had that magnet for 41 years. My that's, how, that's how deep I am in the Hulk game. So it's not a game, everybody. It's real. My Hulk love is real. So for me, because I love the Hulk, and I am seriously looking forward to him getting his nuts back and coming out super hard in this movie. As At a certain point, I just feel like the switch has got to flip, and he's going to be like, you know what? Let's go. And I think Hulk is going to have, I hope, and, I, and I, I'm anticipating Hulk having 
a more aggressive and a role in that in a battle probably with Thanos, maybe to weaken him so that they can do what they need to do. But I feel like because they've kind of muted him, because his arc has muted over the last few movies, I feel like he is going to have a triumphant return and play a, and hopefully play a significant role in the defeat of Thanos, if that is where the arc is going to go on the story. Are they going to defeat Thanos? I think so. I think that he is going to have a resurgence and a re-emergence. He's going to be the comeback player of the Marvel Universe in Endgame. And I feel like it won't be like a old Hulk gets in a machine or gets into something and he that's how he gets it. I think that he comes back and he comes back with such a vengeance that he's even weakening Thanos in order for the other Avengers to do what they have to do. So with my correlation to the movies, it's just he's been on like Hulk has been on this downward arc as far as not wanting to fight, kind of being just kind of insecure. I just feel like he's just been insecure and just not sure of his Hulkness. Some, at, some, at certain points, it was almost like he was like, I don't want to fight anymore. I don't want to be the Hulk anymore. You know, not understanding that the Hulk is necessary. You know what I mean? And I feel like because, you know, the David Banner character is trying to, trying to suppress him and Hulk himself, even when he does come out, you know, in the last few movies, when he does come out, as soon as he gets a little adversity, He's like, oh, 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 I can't do this. I can't do this. You know what I mean? So I'm hoping and anticipating that he is going to have a supreme resurgence and really drop bombs on Thanos and help weaken him or even help defeat him 100%. Maybe, you know, they get the gauntlet off of Thanos and while they're trying to pry the stones off or something like that, he's the one putting a smackdown on Thanos and keeping him away from the other, the other uh, characters who are trying to dismantle that gauntlet. And it's interesting because they've had to tell the latter part of his story in a three movie arc between Thor right. Ragnarok, Avengers Infinity War, and then going back to Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes. That's how they could really correlate his, his story arc in this point of time, because they're limited in what they can do because Universal still owns the rights as far as a solo movie is concerned. Right. So they, and they will not give it to Marvel, at least at this point in time. But that's okay. <laughs> I mean, why are you going to hold them on the shelf and not do anything with them, Universal? Exactly. You know? I, think, I think him and Namor. I think Namor is also up in the air. That's why we haven't seen mm -hmm. him. And I know because the early days of the Marvel Universe, he right. was a very, very integral part of that. Right. And I know a lot of people are asking. I think he is also, even after the Fox merger, I think he is still up in the air along with, with Hulk as far as his future. But I don't think he could be even used in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, period. I think he is just that that's his issue with Namor. So I know a lot of people always right. ask about him, but with Hulk, I'm so glad that they were still able to tell his story. They just had mm -hmm. to piece it up because they couldn't do a solo. They couldn't do a standalone. Right. No, no, which it, was a it, shame, which yeah. was a shame. He, he, he deserves his own thing, but you know, that's how it is. That's yes. how that's, that's the, that's the politics of the movie game, I guess. Yes, you know? that it is. That it is. <laughs> so I want to ask you, you have this great affinity for the Hulk 
and you think that there is going to be a comeback and him playing a major role during the course and the, the events of what takes place in Avengers Endgame, do you see him living or dying do you, or as far as a definitive answer? Because there are, like I said earlier, we're in Vegas. There's some places out there in the universe that's taking bets on Hulk and Captain America and right. Iron Man on kicking the bucket in some form or fashion during the course uh-huh. of Avengers Endgame. But do you see his character getting that, like you said, that triumphant return? Where do they go from there? Because, again, we're limited by what Universal has has on him. And, right. and they're limited by what uh, Marvel's limited by what can do with the character going forward. Well, from a from a, a fan perspective and from a fan of the movie series perspective, I think that because he's been on such a downward type of spiral, I think that in the switch, I think he lives because, you know, it would be so predictable to be able to go ahead and kill him off and be like, Oh yeah, we saw that coming a mile away because he hasn't really been doing much in the last few movies. You know what I mean? So I think, and you know, maybe, maybe there's some things that we don't know. Maybe there's some negotiations that have taken place and they're going to be able to develop his character more and actually allow him to have this triumphant return and have that maybe be the start of more, you know, for him. And maybe and maybe they do like a, maybe it's not a standalone Hulk movie, but maybe it's Hulk and someone else uh, kind of pairing up. So they do a lot more, they can do a lot of like development of the other character that's paired with him in an adventure as well. But I don't think from a fan perspective, that it would be a good idea to kill him off because it'd just be so cliche to do. If you're going to kill off characters, you kind of want them to be surprises. So I would think like an Iron Man, you know, that might be a surprise. Captain America, wasn't he waffling back and forth whether he wanted to keep doing it anyway? Yeah, So it's like, that's not a, that wouldn't be a surprise. You know what I mean? You know, maybe, uh, let's see, I'm trying to remember all the people that got snapped out. But... Maybe well, I think. First, well, you got Scarlet Witch, Black Panther, mm-hmm. right? Doctor Strange, the, most right. of the Guardians of the Galaxy, Winter Soldier, Falcon. Mm-hmm. It's been pretty much already said that Winter Soldier, Falcon, they're getting their own Disney Plus series. We're okay. pretty darn sure that Black Panther Two is coming around the corner. Right. So he's got to come back. Right. He's got to come back. Doctor Strange Two has already also been talked about in development. Right. Black Widow. There's a story that she is going to be having her own movie as early as next year. Whether or not that takes place in the past, that still remains to be seen because there are heavy right. rumors that it might take place in the past, which still could put her in line to get killed. But then right. you also have Scarlet Witch and Vision. They're going to have their own series on Disney Plus, and Hawkeye even is going to have his own series on Disney Plus. So he See, may now, not. It's, it's crazy to me about Hawkeye because it's just like I feel like he's the weak link. Well, he's, he's, the, he's the only the, one that that's, doesn't have any super sauce. Yeah, yeah it's like I don't, I don't have I don't have a, a much of a, a care for Hawkeye. So it's, it's it's odd to me that they would even do a series on him. But maybe they're trying to develop something and maybe develop a following to pop out a movie later or something like that. Well, but they they sure. will. Well, Kevin Feige did say that they're going to go ahead and tell part of the next series, the next phase of the mm-hmm. Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be told through these series with Disney+. Plus. So okay. the Loki series, the Hawkeye yeah. series, all those other series I mentioned, 
yeah. a little bit of that will either have characters or plot lines that will intertwine with the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which yeah. actually is a one-up from what we've seen with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Netflix series as well. Right. And you know something? This is just a big old... that that, that All these Disney Plus series, that's just a, a big old ploy to get people to watch their series is so that then they can ha- kind of have an idea of what's going on when the next movie comes out. <laughs> I don't want Disney plus man. <laughs> I, I guess, I guess I would, I guess I would want it's it. It's cheaper but, than it's going to, it's going to be cheaper than Netflix. Right. Right. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to see if I can, uh, gerrymander a way to get it, to get it for cheaper than cheap. That three ninety nine <laughs> action. <laughs> I'm hoping that what they'll do is pair up Hulk. If they, if Universal won't give them, won't just relinquish their rights or buy and get bought out or something, I hope that they, what they do is they, they pair Hulk up. So then that way it's not like his own solo thing, but they're able to flesh him out a little bit more and give him some, some more stuff. Because I like Hulk. I like, I like him. You know, the angrier he gets, the more powerful he gets. I just love that. I love that control rage and the interplay b- between himself and David Banner, kind of a Jekyll and Hyde type thing. So I'm hoping that he makes it out, but the politics are what they are. So maybe, you know, Universal is going to say, well, we, we're going to do something with them now. So, you know, kill them off there in Marvel and then we'll bring them out in a, in a Universal thing, which would probably not be as good. No, no. <laughs> Once again, I am with Haas from The Voice from the Underground. You got to check out his show each and every week when it comes each out. Each every week, yep. Yeah, with new episodes that come out on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other different podcast outlets. One last question I got to ask you, my friend. I know sure. you're excited for Endgame. I know you guys at the VFU are going to be talking some Endgame, but you yes. got to tell everybody again, Dutch did, and so did TJ. But yeah. I got to hear your words on why nobody can miss the VFU podcast. All right. Well, see, here's the thing with the, with our podcast. It's so loosely scripted that it ends up being so organic because we, we have a script, we have where we want to go, but we very rarely go that way. And when I've we, seen these scripts. I've seen these yes, scripts. Yes. So for instance, when we post our podcast, you know, we'll put up on oh, some of the major, some of the highlights of what we've talked about. But for me, I think as a listener, I would be more a fan of listening for the, the tangents, the curves, the dips and dives and those things that are just so organic and in the moment that it just really makes you feel like you're sitting in the living room with us or you're driving the car and we're in the backseat just having this conversation. So it's, it kind of, it, I think that the, the off the cuff, the organic unscripted portions of the show that don't necessarily get, you know, illuminated in like the subject line of our show, I think those things just lead to build a bond and an affinity with our listeners that other other shows that maybe stick more religiously to their scripts don't have. So you, you really get a conversational feel, like we're just sitting around a table having a beer, and you're just you're you're kind of a fly on the wall for this conversation. And everybody loves to be a fly on the wall for you know organic stimulating conversations that range from the very, very serious to very, very lighthearted and everything in between. So I think that that is why the VFU has a little something for everybody out there because we're going to touch on subjects that may not make it to the, oh, we're going to talk about X, Y, or Z when we do our little promo 
when we po- when we post the podcast, there's so many little nuggets in between that fall in between those those tent poles that are really interesting, that are really funny. I don't know how many times we've heard comments from listeners saying, you know, what was really funny was this, and it wasn't one of the main topics. It was something that we ended up going into. So I think that that is really what draws our listener to us, and new listeners need to listen in for. Once again, it is the Voice from the Underground, the podcast. you got to check it out. Again, it's all over the Internet. It's available right now on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, a million other podcast catchers. If you're into politics, you're into sports, you're into pop culture, they combine all three. They just go all over the place with some great conversation, big-time laughs. (laughs) And And you're you're going to learn about your cigars, too. Yes, yes. You're definitely going to learn about what cigars. Summertime is here. The deck and the pool are perfect times to get your cigar on, have a little puff, drink a little beer, a little bourbon, and relax and listen to the podcast over the summer. I know we're all excited for Endgame. When you get a chance to see it, let me know. Let me know your thoughts. I'd love to hear them. And and you know what? You're always welcome back on the show to share your thoughts on anything pop culture, including Endgame as well. Sounds great. All right. Thanks, my friend, for being part of the pop culture cosmos. Rob McCallum Films is back with a vengeance. Power of Grayskull, the definitive history of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, which chronicles the ultimate 80s billion-dollar franchise, Masters of the Universe. See exclusive interviews and hear untold stories from the people responsible for creating the world of Eternia, a place full of magic and science, and learn about the craft of creating action figures and animation. Power of Grayskull is just one of our many projects at Rob McCallum Films. Hey everyone, we're back. It's Gerald coming right back at you here. We have more Marvel memories. And once again, it's just truly awesome to hear all these great thoughts, these great memories from the past of the, what, now 10 years going on of the Marvel Cinematic Universe and everything going on when it comes to Marvel leading into Avengers Endgame. And who better to share his thoughts on the Marvel Cinematic Universe or anything that he wants to talk about when it comes to Marvel It is my good friend. He is the man behind the extraordinary gaming organization known as Mario Party Wars. You got to check out Mario Party Wars today on Facebook. You got to go ahead and keep up with all their activities and all the events that they're at. In fact, they're going to be a part of our big celebration, the charity game night on Thursday, and also as well, the Pop Culture Cosmos live on Saturday at the Level Up Expo. It is my good friend. It is Salvador Villa. Once again, great to have you a part of the show. Uh, Thanks for inviting me out, Gerald. Oh, no worries, my friend. No board game talk this time, although I got to get you back on for some board game talk here in the near future. But right now, it's all about Marvel, my friend. Avengers Endgame Mm -hmm. is, is coming out this week. It's just the hype is there. People are so excited for it, including myself. But... I know you have a, uh, just an outstanding Marvel memory to share with everyone, and please let us know what that is and and how that will tie into Avengers Endgame. Yeah, so, oh, oh my God, there's so many Marvel movies that have been out. I mean, I still have to watch some of them. Like, I still need to actually watch Captain Marvel. That's one of the few I'm still missing to watch uh, right before Endgame begins. Yeah, I mean, these, like, 10 years since, like, this period, Marvel Cinematic Universe has started and 
Oh, there, there's just so much that's gone on. Everything since the beginning of when Iron Man first came out to up to how everything's tied in with every single character. I guess I have a lot of questions on some of them. Like, I don't like some of my personal favorites that I that I've enjoyed have been like Captain America: Winter Soldier. Excellent, um, excellent call, excellent call. Yeah, no, I really enjoyed that one out of the Captain America trilogy and. I'm just I'm just wondering like what's gonna happen to Buck like from here on out like what's gonna happen with him in Endgame you know he's currently not in because he got he was one of those that disappeared so kind of curious about that and also my biggest one like the one the one movie that I feel ties in a lot or I mean the for the franchise is Guardians of the Galaxy I mean that's actually one of my personal favorite Marvel movies. And one of the things that's still bugging me is, at least in regards to that for Endgame, is Gamora. And I mean, I know I know what happened with Thanos and what he had to do to make sure he got the Soul Stone, but I'm I'm still wondering if Gamora is truly dead. I don't I don't know if that's something that's actually true for the upcoming Endgame. I'm hoping not, because she she's a badass. And you know, just wondering like. Is she actually going to return in that regard? Just because I'm like, well, there's a third Guardians of the Galaxy coming out soon. So it would really suck not to have her in the third Guardians of the Galaxy. And yet she ended up dying in Endgame. So we'll see how how that works out in that regard. Hopefully there will be a good resolution. I do hear rumors because of her involvement in Avatar 2, 3, 4, or however many that James Cameron is going to actually be Mm -hmm. filming at this point in time. I know that's going to take a lot of her time, but I'm hopeful that she'll be rewritten into the scenario as far as Marvel's concerned somehow into Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 at the very least. But at the best, hopefully she can get some sort of revival, so to speak, like you said, in Avengers Endgame. Right, right. And I mean, it also makes me curious how closely tied this is to the comic books side of things. I, I never, I've never, I never got the chance to read the comics. Unfortunately, it's, it's not really my kind of major interest. But I mean, I'm wondering how, like this, this particular universe or this kind of like storyline is kind of progress up for Endgame and like what's going to happen with Thanos, what's going to happen with the rest of the Avengers. Although I am excited to see Hawkeye and Ant-Man coming in and they're, how they're going to possibly contribute into stopping Thanos from whatever else he's going to be up to right now. I'm still kind of curious what his full grand scheme of things is going to be. I'm really looking forward to this. All Essentially, all the Avengers movies have been phenomenal from when they first formed and had to stop Loki to up to well how they got Thanos involved in this whole thing. and. Just looking forward to how it's going to conclude. As am I, my friend, as am I, this part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I'm also kind of curious about how they're going to start that next phase because obviously there's a lot of speculation going on as far as the future for the Marvel Cinematic Universe after Endgame. We want to see how that works out. It looks like it's going to be another slow build up to 10 years from now. Another type of cataclysmic event going on that that a new assembled Avengers has to go ahead and stop. One last thing I want to ask you, my friend, is that, you know, when you go ahead and see Avengers Endgame, 
And you know what? You are going to see it with us as far as our good friends, Topic Ocalypse, Humanity Media, Go Brothers Gaming, and, and just all the good gals and guys are going to be part of this. And my question I ask you, when you sit down to go ahead and check out Avengers Endgame, what are you hoping to get out of it three hours from then? Because you know it's three hours, my friend. Right now, right? Like, this is one of the few movies I've ever heard of being this long. Well, in regards to this whole universe, I'm hoping we finally get to see what fully happens with the Avengers, like at least this current Avengers, like, are they actually going to fully be able to stop Thanos? Are they going to get their own closure? Because they literally just lost, like, half their friends. Or in, And as to whether they're, like, their friends will ever come back. In the end, like, what's going to truly happen with all the stones? Like, obviously, in Thanos' hands, they're he's just unstoppable for the moment, but what are they planning to do with it? Because we saw the Guardians couldn't even really stop like one protection of of the stones. So I'm really wondering also what's going to happen with these stones and whether or not they're still like they still are going to be want them around just because they're they're so powerful in just as individuals. And then just wondering like how they're going to close out every character's involvement with the Avengers universe because. I mean, there's so much tie-in with so many different characters, so many different universes within the current universe. So I'm actually looking forward to seeing how they closed everyone out. And who's going to live and who's going to die? Yes, I agree with you, my friend. It's going to be a lot of, of stuff to take in when it comes to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and Avengers Endgame coming up this week. And before we go ahead and do, we've got a lot of stuff to take care of. Like I said, we've got the charity night game event at Retro City Games in Henderson, Nevada. Plus, we also have on Saturday, after we go see Avengers Endgame, we're going to talk about it at length as part of our Pop Culture Cosmos live event at the Level Up Expo. But you've got so much to do when it comes to Mario Party Wars it's such a great organization. Before we head on out, you got to go ahead and tell everyone why they've got to go ahead and be interested in what's going on with Mario Party Wars. For sure. Uh, well, first off, thanks for the shout out and for always supporting us. Yeah, for those of you who are curious or those of you who probably don't know who we are, if you love playing competitive gaming and you want a different spin on like what esports is all about, we're one of the ones that are trying to start our own thing. And essentially for Mario Party, if you're a huge fan of Mario Party and think you are the best, you should check us out. We're probably the only esports league around. Like we just started that uh, a few years back and growing strong. So if you're into Mario Party and you think you want to prove yourself for cash prizes and hang out with friends and just get involved with a great community of gamers, Check out Mario Party Wars because that's what we're about. It's it's all about that esports. It's all about that Mario Party. Absolutely. And in and around Las Vegas, you're all over the place at UNLV, other area spots in Las Vegas, promoting events, esports events, Mario Party events, and all that, including the HyperX Arena on the Las Vegas Strip. You're right there at the Luxor. You do events. Am I correct? Saturdays, right before Saturday Night Speedways, which is their big Mario Kart tournament that they've been having for the last few months. Their Super Mario Party tournaments are now every Saturday from 3 to 6 p.m. Awesome. And I've, I know you've done stuff as well at Gameworks and places all around the city. 
And if you are really want to be a part of this fun, this action, this atmosphere of great gaming and a lot of good times, check out Mario Party Wars today on Facebook, but also Twitter and I believe Instagram as well, correct? Correct. Yep. All right. All right. It, again, it's Salvador Villa, the man behind Mario Party Wars, my good friend. He's going to be a big part of what's going on this week because it's going to be a busy week for both of us. And also as well, just a lot of fun when it comes to Avengers Endgame. My friend, I'm looking forward to you hanging out with me and Josh at later this week at Avengers Endgame. But I'm also looking forward to having you a part of our big charity night and also as well a big part of our Pop Culture Cosmos Live this weekend. Thank you so much for being a part of the show, sharing your Marvel memories, and being part of the Pop Culture Cosmos. Check out what's been going on with the Pop Culture Cosmos show and the PCC Multiverse. That is by far my favorite because it's also character driven and the stakes are high and there's much more of a mystery and intrigue to it. A game like Wolfenstein, which people are saying are one of the most socially important video games of the past 10 years. Catch our shows on radio worldwide seven days a week or at any time on Podbean, Spotify, Apple Podcasts or on over 30 more podcast outlets. Back indeed with the Pop Culture Cosmos. It's Gerald coming right back at you here. You know what? We've got so many people that were asking to go ahead and relate their Marvel memories and how it relates to Endgame. You know I just can't say no. And especially no to this awesome character who's been a part of our show now for going on a couple years. Sorry for him. Good for us, though. It is a, a man who just invaded the United States of America with his great taste in barbecues, going all over the country to get the best in grilling and atmosphere and also some great ideas on some kicking food choices in the barbecue world and also the grilling landscape that's out there. If you haven't checked out his podcast, the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast, you have got to go ahead and check that out. The Smoking Hot Confessions podcast, smokinghotconfessions.com, either the site or the podcast or both give you a great idea on the grilling world with recipes, menus, tips, interviews, and so much more. It is my good friend, back in Australia, safe and sound, it is Ben Arnaud. What's going on, my friend? Mate, I've, uh, I've managed to stave off the, uh, the jet lag so far. I've got to go back to work tomorrow. I've been home for about two days. So fingers crossed, I'm going to be able to get up in the morning and, uh, and go do a day's work. But uh, we've been having a great time. We've come home on the Easter long weekend, which is good. We've got a couple extra days before going back to work. As you say, I have just spent a bunch of time in the US, so much time that Facebook just sent me an email this morning that they have automatically changed the location of my Facebook pages from Australia to USA. So uh, I'm hoping in a couple of weeks they're going to realize that I'm back here in Australia and they're going to change it all back again. But we got to go ahead and start talking about Marvel because Endgame is coming up this week. We're so excited for it. I know you are as a pop culture fanatic, just like me. You actually made sure even after your long flight to go ahead and be a part of the show to share your Marvel memories. So the floor is now yours, my friend. Ben Arnaud, I want to hear your Marvel memory and how it relates to Avengers Endgame. Well, I think one of my favorite Marvel movies has to be um, Captain America Winter Soldier. 
So uh, growing up. Another brilliant choice. Boy, I tell you what, I've heard that a couple times now, and it just gets better every time I hear it. <laughs> well, hopefully I've got a bit of a unique reason for it, and I'm, and I'm not just rehashing the same content as everybody else. But uh, So um, growing up, my, my father was a huge James Bond fan. One of the things we used to do, one of our bonding things, was we'd put on a James Bond movie, and we'd sit there and we'd talk about it as we were watching it and all that sort of stuff. So I really... I really grew up enjoying the kind of the spy thriller espionage type movies, the start of the X-Men movies, uh, sort of revamping the superhero genre. I sort of fell in love with those movies as well. And so for me, Winter Soldier sort of combines those two genres into something that just really, really appeals to me. So from a personal perspective, that's what I really like about that movie. In terms of how it relates to Endgame, there's been a whole lot of different theories and uh and things sort of wafting around the internet about what's going to happen with Captain America. One of the things that I loved the most about Winter Soldier was the introduction of the Sam Wilson character, the Falcon. Super cool guy, super loyal to Cap. He's got all the cool techno tricks that I love because I'm a bit of a bit of a techno nerd. Sam actually becomes the next Captain America. After Captain America, something happens and he uh, he basically his age catches up with him. And so Sam replaces him as as Captain America. So I think that Endgame, I think we're either going to see that they might even kill off Captain America and then put Sam in the in the uniform, and we'll see Sam leading Captain America into the future. That's a good possibility. But also, Bucky Barnes has also had a turn as Captain America as well for various reasons because of, like you said, either the super sauce that's in Captain America, Steve Rogers has been taken away from him for some reason or retirement or some things like that has gone on in the past that has necessitated, like you said, Sam Wilson becoming Captain America, but also Bucky Barnes, AKA the Winter Soldier. So we could see that as a genuine possibility as well. Yeah, definitely. I'd, I'd forgotten about that, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. And we have actually seen Bucky catch the shield as, as Cap threw it at him in, I think that was actually in Winter Soldier, wasn't it? That is correct. That is correct. One of the best scenes in the movie. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, without a doubt. So, uh, yeah, that's that's my take on, on Endgame. My son and I, we sit together and we watch all the Marvel movies. It's going to be cool. It's a real family experience for us. We all get together and go to the cinema and watch these Marvel movies together. So I'm really looking forward to heading along and seeing Endgame and seeing how it all pans out. You mentioned that you and your son have sat down and enjoyed the Marvel movies together. What kind of experience is that for you? Because as someone who has two awesome daughters that who later on in the Marvel Cinematic Universe has come to know and appreciate it, and their love for the MCU actually was the major reason why I got really involved in the MCU. And I went back after Avengers and started checking out all the movies and, and becoming more well-versed in that to the point where now I cannot miss anything entered into the MCU. And of course, you know, I, I talk about it every week on the Pop Culture Cosmos and PCC Multiverse. But tell me the experience for you is because for me, it's been so enjoyable going to the theaters, watching it at home with my daughters and trying to see the things as far as the MCU going on through their eyes. So tell me as far as your experience in watching with your son and how rewarding of experience is that for you? It's kind of funny that, that you asked that question. One of the constant themes that I see popping up in these Marvel movies is family. Mateship to us in Australia is really important. You know, you're, you're loyal to your family, you're loyal to your friends. And often 
for your close circle of friends, that line between family and friends becomes blurred and you end up with, with these mates that are almost as family as family. And those are themes that keep coming up again and again in these Marvel movies. For myself, you know, I'm a child of, of split parents and I've got adopted siblings and th that whole idea of taking, taking a group of all different people and putting them together and then becoming a family, that's, that's sort of what really, uh, what really sort of touches me at the core in terms of my values and what is important to me. And it's good for me that I can then share that with my son. And because as parents, it's our role to sort of to shape our children's values and ethics so they can be the next generation of, of good people. I'm probably getting a bit too deep in it too, and, and a bit too, uh, bit too woo woo in there. But, um, you know, I, I just think it's that the Marvel movies are a great opportunity to do that. You know, they're not too dark. They're not too scary. There's violence, but it's not too violent. You see a little bit of blood, but it's not. It's not gross, you know, you might see like a broken nose or something, and you know, so you can take kids to these movies. And years and years and years ago, as humans were evolving, storytelling was used to teach the next generation the values and the ethics and the accepted tribal conduct and all that sort of stuff. And I think that, that movies play a lot of that role now for us. And, you know, movies can show the darkness that humans have, or they can show the capacity that humans have to come together and work together for a greater cause. And I like that, that Marvel's chosen to go that way. And uh, I think that that's something that, that they're doing unique compared to the other universe, not universe. That's one of the reasons that I really like the Marvels and the opportunities that they afford me and my son. Once again, it is Ben Arno from the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. You got to check out his podcast today on Apple Podcasts and so many other different outlets. Plus, also for great grilling ideas, menu ideas, great pictures and interviews. He's got two books that came out, plus his awesome site, smokinghotconfessions.com. My friend, before we head on out, you know I got to ask you this because you are the world traveler indeed. But why do people need to head on over to smokinghotconfessions.com? Your books that they need to check out on the grilling scene and then also your awesome podcast, the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast. Well, the Smoking Hot Confessions whole theme, but the basis of the, the whole shebang is teaching, learning, and sharing all about barbecue. So I don't know everything about everything, despite what my family says I think about myself. And uh, so part of this is, is my own learning journey. So I interview people, I go places, I learn things, and I share it and I teach it to the wider community that the internet affords me. So if you're into podcasts, if you're into basically the, the Netflix of radio, you can uh, get into podcasting, you can listen to the podcast. The website's got different recipes, how-to tips, different articles, all that sort of stuff on it. And make sure you, you follow us on the socials to be kept up to date with where we are and what we're doing. So right now we're, we're laying low back home on the Gold Coast and enjoying a bit of the, the cooler rainy weather here. And yeah, back at it very shortly. That's awesome. And once again, like I said, smokinghotconfessions.com, that keys you into the entire Smoking Hot Confessions experience, I should say. That'll teach you everything you want to know as far as the grilling scene, both competitive and as far as the regular consumer aspect as well, that you just go ahead and check that out. You know, I always got to ask you for some great grilling tips and whatnot, and we will be doing so down the line once again because, you know, you are the hookup for us when it comes to great grilling ideas, 
great recipes and great concepts when it comes to not only grilling, but cooking as a whole. So you know what? I will be pestering you at some point down the road very, very soon for our usual session talking about great grilling ideas. But I'm going to let you enjoy the week, my friend. I'm going to let you enjoy Avengers Endgame with your family. Take some time. Enjoy some good superhero action. But if you want to come on the show and share your thoughts on the movie as well, you're always welcome to come back. But you know, you know, I'm going to hit you up at some point with some great grilling ideas down the road. Looking forward to it, mate. Thanks for having me on the show, and uh, and I'll talk to you again soon. You got it, my friend. And as always, it's great having you a part of the Pop Culture Cosmos. You're listening to the Pop Culture Cosmos. Don't touch that dial. Wait, do, do people still use dials? All right, and we're back with the program. Still even more Marvel memories coming your way, and who better to talk about their Marvel memories and how it leads into Avengers Endgame than my good friends, it's Stereo Monroy once again coming back onto the show. They're the guys behind Game Source. You got to check out everything going on today at Game Source on Facebook, Twitter, and also Instagram. And you know what? Check out their Game Source podcasts that are available now on the Pop Culture Cosmos channel. It is my good friends, Mr. Tony and Mr. Jamie Monroy. What's up, guys? What's up? You guys are going to be a big part of this week as far as the charity game night coming up at Retro City Games. You're also going to be a big part of what's going on with Pop Culture Cosmos Live coming up this weekend at the Level Up Expo. You guys are excited as I am? Of course. I'm hyped. And I can see, obviously, Mr. Deadpool over there, <laughs> a.k.a. Jamie Monroy, is hyped as well. My friend, I'll start off with you, Deadpool. Your thoughts on a Marvel memory that touches you so deep that's not Deadpool because he's not part of the Avengers yet. But a, a Marvel memory that you think just really will tie into Endgame really well. Yeah, Gerald. Yeah, remember, I'm playing around in time somewhere. Just let me remember that. But a memory from Marvel that I, wow, that stuck with me out of the most? Ah, that would have to be... Jeez, there's so many, though. This is it's a little rough. Give me a second. There's a couple in my head. I want to just make sure I pick the right one that I want to go with. The original Avengers. I mean, just seeing all them come together. I mean, personalities were clashing to begin with. So it's kind of fitting, I guess, that we're where we're at now. Because we've come so far since the Avengers story was first told, how do you think that now relates to what's going on with Endgame? Because it looks like it's tying into that original Avengers movie. I think at this point now it's come full circle to the point where they've learned to deal with each other's differences, flaws, personal differences, you know, what have you. That's also where the first tie-in to Thanos came into play with his first appearance on screen at the tail end of the movie. Tony, your thoughts on a Marvel memory as far as how it leads into Endgame and overall, what has the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe meant to you? Trying to pick one particular memory is difficult because there's a lot of them that tie into each other. Honestly, in terms of memories, all the subtle hints that have been leading up to Endgame, whether it be literal name drops of Endgame or things like Tony holding his left arm a lot, his left arm always being in pain. Never a reason why, but you know, I feel like that's going to tie in somewhere. The Battle of New York, obviously, I feel like that's coming full circle with Endgame, and I think that's going to tie in somewhere. I can't say I would know how because this is... The Rooster Brothers are definitely throwing us a gigantic curveball in with this movie. 
So it's hard to pinpoint something, but I mean, the MCU as a whole has been an impact because I've, well, I've grown up on these movies 10 years. So I was just in that stage where I was able to understand what movies I was watching and stuff like that. So it's been cool to literally grow up with these stories and then finally see this big chapter just finally end and, you know, a new one open. Obviously, it is going to be something that ties into a larger universe coming up in a new phase of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But this phase is going to be closing out strong, hopefully this week, as far as Avengers Endgame. Deadpool, a.k.a. Jamie Monroy, because you have the Deadpool mask on today. Your thoughts on what your expectations are for Endgame. When you go and sit down to it on Thursday night, you lucky dogs, what are your thoughts when you sit down to go ahead and check out Endgame? What are your hopes and what do you think will happen when it comes to Avengers Endgame? I really hope they have cherry Coke at the concession stand. No, just kidding. Had to be a Deadpool pun. Sorry. No, realistically, I mean, my thoughts for Endgame, I just hope that it closes out in the respect that it deserves to be closed out in, not just maybe some loose ends that we may or may not ever find out about. So I just hope everything ties up neatly to gives it the respect it deserves. Hopefully, you know, maybe we'll get that end credit scene of something to look forward to in the future. May not necessarily have anything to do with that, or maybe it will. We'll definitely see it that. As far as you, Tony, I know there's a lot of things that you like about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but is there one aspect you're looking forward to the most when it comes to Avengers Endgame? I just wanted to, like, close out in a great way this is going to be a huge movie and we're going to be there for a long time. And I want that time to be worth it. There's no doubt that it will be no matter what they decide to pull, no matter what happens. And I think it'll just be cool to see these people teamed up for probably the last time I think will be the biggest and the coolest aspect of this movie. And that probably will be for a lot of other people as well. It is going to be a great experience. Avengers Endgame. I'm truly looking forward to it. And I know you guys are going to get the jump on me and seeing it on Thursday night. One last thing I got to ask you guys real quick is that I know you're going to be a part of what we're doing on Thursday night at Retro City Games in Henderson, Nevada, part of four great video game tournaments, all the proceeds going to some great charities, plus being a part of our Level Up Expo event that's going to be Pop Culture Cosmos Live. But you got to tell me and got to make sure everybody knows out there what's going on with Game Source. And basically, what are you guys doing as far as your Twitch streams as well? Would you like to take the floor, Deadpool? I thought you were. I mean, I guess I can. Please. In terms of the events, I think we're we're both excited. We'll be running the Fortnite tournament, I believe, for the Retro City Games event. I'm excited for that. I think that'll be fun, especially to get that done with before Endgame. I think that'll be a nice evening, I guess you could say. And then in terms of like level up, I think that's going to be great. It's going to be a great time. and streaming it's still going you can still catch us regularly you know you got a what is a degenerate 2018 and then uh dark tales with two z's over here jamie he summed it up pretty well i mean yeah we're gonna be doing that Fortnite thing again hopefully we don't embarrass ourselves too much i think we came out pretty um okay last time so we should be fine like you said capping off a pretty good evening with some end game and then looking forward to level up that should just you know tie everything off and make for a really interesting weekend looking forward to getting more of the game stuff starts going and oh i don't have my phone but look out for some news on the game source plus ones possibly becoming its own radio station 
Plus also as well, you guys are going to go ahead and continue your streams. That's Dark Tales with two Zs for Tony Monroy. So you can catch all of his action. And then also he's available on Twitter at WWX Echo. And Jamie, he's available at Degenerate08 on Twitter. And then what is your Twitch stream again? Degenerate2018. That's right. Degenerate2018 on Twitch. You got to follow them both. Catch their streams as they happen. They're both regular Twitch streamers. And you also got to catch them on Twitter. They go ahead and make sure that everybody's up to date on the video game scene as part of our Game Source Facebook page. And you heard it right there. They're going to be a big part in the future with the Game Source Plus Ones coming. Hopefully, more will be coming on the way soon to get you up to speed on the video gaming world. Guys, tell you what, I'm excited for Endgame. I'm excited for the charity event. I'm also excited for everything going on this weekend, including Pop Culture Cosmos Live at the Level Up Expo. Any last thoughts before we head on out? Keep an eye out for the Mortal Kombat 11 streams. It's ready. There you go. There you go. Mortal Kombat 11. Yes, yes. And we'll be talking about that at Pop Culture Cosmos Live. Tony? Thanos demands your silence. There you go. No spoilers out there, everyone. Like both he and I said on the internet, Thanos definitely demands your silence. Guys, it's so great to have you part of the show, part of the program, and of course, right here, a part of the pop culture cosmos. If you're tired of sifting through flea markets for rare and unique games, we can help. Retro City Games in Henderson, Nevada, only five minutes from the Las Vegas Strip, has all your favorite gaming staples, classics, and a wide selection of rare games with new stuff always appearing on our shelves. Come in and chat with Nicole or Doug about your love of games and watch as they help you complete your collection or find your childhood favorite. And don't forget, Retro City Games loves trade-ins. So if you have any Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Sega, Xbox, PlayStation, or even PC games, come in and visit Retro City Games today. Welcome to the new metropolis of gaming, Retro City Games. And we're back to close out the show. This is a Pop Culture Cosmos. I want to make sure and thank, again, Haas from The Voice from the Underground, Salvador Villa from Mario Party Wars, Ben Arnaud from the Smoking Hot Confessions podcast, and Jamie and Tony Monroy from Game Source. Before we head on out, The Curse of La Llorona, it led the box office this weekend in one of the slowest weekends in over a decade as far as the Easter weekend is concerned, but it still managed to pull out $25 million domestically. Going off of a less than $10 million budget, it's still a win-win. But the news came down this weekend that the movie itself is tied into a very familiar horror universe in The Conjuring. So I ask you, my friend, you found out around the same time that I did that it's now part of The Conjuring universe. Does this dilute The Conjuring universe at all? Or does this add a new component that makes you excited going forward for The Conjuring universe and The Conjuring timeline as a whole? Well, it's weird because they didn't really market it as part of the Conjuring universe. So I'm wondering if it was a horror movie they made within the same house of the Conjuring universe. And then they saw that it got like an, an audible buzz and they're like, let's just attach It's kind of in the same way the Cloverfield movies were attached to. That being said, what always appealed to me about the Conjuring universe was that they were based on real events. And now I feel like the Conjuring universe is kind of breaking away from that. So they're just becoming horror films instead of things that are grounded in reality and the more they steer away from the things that are grounded in reality i feel like the less interested i will personally be but on the other hand it's a decent horror movie you know they're hollywood flicks but they're decent horror films and those are things that we don't really have a lot of these days 
This one looks like it will still turn a nice, tidy little profit, not comparable to the big ones, but still, at the end of the day, that's all that matters. That's why they don't mind adding the Conjuring name to it and adding it to the Conjuring timeline. Whether or not we'll get a Curse of La Llorona 2, that's still up for debate. But still, right now, the Curse of La Llorona leading the box office for at least this week before it gets destroyed by Avengers Endgame. What are your thoughts out there on the Curse of La Llorona? Did you get a chance to see it on one of the slowest Easter weekends in over a decade? Share us your thoughts, popculturecosmos at yahoo.com, popculturecosmos, humanity media, and game source on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram as well. Well, it's been a great episode. Any last thoughts on the way out? I think you covered it, man. Just make sure you guys follow us through our Level Up Expo journey. And if you're in the Vegas area, stop by, say hi. We'd love to talk to you after the show. Gerald is free to answer any and all questions about anything even not related to Pop Culture Cosmos. So if you just want to ask him about techniques for washing your clothes, he'd be down to talk about that too. Use lots of softener. That's the trick, everyone. Mystery solved. Costco. Always Costco. So for Josh Peterson, this is Gerald Glassford. It's another beautiful day in paradise right here in the Pop culture cosmos we thank you for listening and here's hoping you have yourself a great day did you know the ESO network has a brand new patreon that's right we're asking for your help and you could do it for as little as a dollar a month Don't fret, all your favorite shows will still be available for free as always, but you can get exclusive podcasts and more not heard anywhere else but on our Patreon. To sign for the ESO Network, Patreon's easy. All you have to do is go to esopodcast.com and click on the link. With your support of the ESO Network, it's you who will reap the rewards. You're listening to a Weeby Geeks Network podcast. This has been a broadcast of the ESO Network. Be part of the crew and help support our shows by donating to our ESO Patreon or by shopping through Amazon.com or the TeePublic store, which can all be found at www.esonetwork.com. The ESO Network, your station for all things geek. Tangent Bound Network. Let your voice be heard. TangentBoundNetwork.com Thanks so much for downloading the Pop Culture Cosmos and stay tuned as more great podcasts are on the way. Thanks again for listening to us here at the Pop Culture Cosmos.